Welcome to Grad School, the Bruce Gradkowski Podcast. Upping your football knowledge. Class is now in session. Man, we have a great show for you today, just like always. But today is extra special because we are going to bring on my brother. My brother from the same mother. Uh, I'm excited to do it. I'm proud of this guy. He's done so much. Six years in the NFL. 20 career starts. He has a Super Bowl ring. Drafted 98th overall to the Baltimore Ravens. He's played with Peyton Manning, Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton. Um, He's had all those guys taking snaps from him. Think of it however you want, but um, he's the man. What a great younger brother he is. My little big brother. Um, I'm six years older than him, but uh, I'm great. It's great to have him on the show. So I'm excited to, to get him on and ask him all kinds of questions. And I look forward to all your feedback on Twitter at bgradkowski5 or Instagram bgrad05. Uh, continue to hit me up with questions, anything you guys need or ask or want to hear and want to know about, because this is for you. And, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. But now I want to get the main man on, Gino Gradkowski. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me. Glad to be on the show. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was just looking up brother brothers that play in the NFL, and there's a lot of them. And I was surprised. I was like, dang, I thought we would have been up there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you got the Kelsey brothers, the Watt brothers, uh, the Bennett oh, brothers. Yeah. I mean, there's – I would have – I'd the say – The like, brothers. Yeah, I would say me and you were up there with, like, Eli and Peyton Manning. Right, that's right. I mean, we're, we're or, that uh, Rondé and Tiki Barber. Yeah, like we're we're kind of like Rondé and Tiki, bald heads, good looking dudes, <laughs> just just beasts on the field. That's right. And then there's brothers that um that we probably never even heard about or know about that have been in the league too. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. But but what brother connection? I mean, actually gets to play together and actually touches each other's asses. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, know. We, I get to go up under center and take a snap from you and, right. and you know, and feel that big ass of yours and you just hike that ball to me. That's a real brother connection right there. Just think, just think of all the uh, scout team plays we could have ran together if we ended up being on a team. <laughs> <laughs> We would have been scout team players of the year every year. That's right. <laughs> you, you remember those guys? Uh, you remember those guys in college? You'd get so pissed at because they're like scout team players, like going real hard in just the helmets practice. <laughs> that would have been us. Yeah, running reverses and stuff, calling our own plays, Go, going super hard. You know, like trying yeah. to knock off Brett Kiesel or whoever. Hard the guy- counts all the time. Oh, we'd for sure hit him with the hard counts. I mean, we'd get him to jump off all the time. I mean, that, that'd be great. And that would have made mom proud, you know, seeing her her oldest son get up under center of her youngest son. That's right. Take if some any, snaps. Uh, if any scouts are listening, we could still uh, we could still run scout team. Bro, we could come back for sure. I mean, I could, You know, you're you're ready. I mean, I know you're I'm ready. Ready. I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're in it. I'm I'm kind of I've been out for a full season, actually almost two, you know, just cuz of my injury in 2016, but 
you know, you know, I'm good now. I'm messing yeah, around. I mean, with... getting back into it for a quarterback is just like getting back into it for a kicker. I mean, you don't really need to be in great shape anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You, you you have a point. You know, I'd probably have to have like nine injections in my right shoulder to help me be able to throw the football. Uh, getting old. Well, you know, I mean, it, the thing that's cool, though, is um, speak a little bit about, you know, your experience. I mean, um, I remember growing up, you know, I was at Toledo playing football and you were still a young buck. You know, not even thinking. I mean, you were such a little sis growing up, like when we, when you were like a, a little kid, and then you grew up and got tougher. Um, but you know, what was that like growing up? Like, you know, I was at Toledo, doing well. You were still young, still playing. I mean, not even thinking that you'd have a chance, but you continued to develop. Well, first of all, you know, I get a bad rap for being a sis when I was a little kid, but. Really, it was just because I got beat on by everybody because, you know, I was one of the younger cousins and, you know, I got beat on by obviously my older brother and all my older cousins. But, you know, it obviously made me tough, uh, made me who I am today. So I'm thankful for it. But uh, those trips to Toledo when I was a kid, they were they were everything to me. You know, everybody has their college teams that they grew up loving and Toledo was mine. Um, I was at that age um you know when you first went i was probably maybe seventh grade um you know seventh grade through junior high school is when you got drafted so those were years that you know i'm so i was so impressionable and just like you know looking up to you and and traveling and and watching you play and that was you know, that was everything for me because I was such a young kid and uh, such a fan. So that's really all I was thinking about is just enjoying watching you play and watching your college career unfold. Yeah, that's cool, man. Shoot, I'm, I'm proud of you. You went through some stuff. I don't I don't think people understand. You know, initially out of high school, you had a few, a few good offers. I mean, you chose to go to West Virginia uh, with Rodriguez. And then uh, I remember you were battling for the starting job there. It was going into spring ball. And I remember specifically telling you, like, with the new coaches, look, man, don't talk about transferring. you got to beat this guy out. And you worked your ass off. And, you know, at the end of spring ball, they're telling you, you know, may- you know maybe you should transfer. I mean, what was that like having to go through that? Not know, you know, you're at West Virginia. When Rodriguez was there, you're, you're the next guy up to be center. Then all of a sudden, these new coaches take over, and now the coaches are telling you, "Hey, man, it, you know it's cool if you want to transfer." Yeah, it was difficult. I mean, I went in after spring ball. I felt like I had a great spring. They even threw me in there at guard a little bit, and I felt like I played well. Um, so I, you know, I feeling good about my performance. Went in to talk to the O line coach and ask, you know, what I could do to earn a spot to get some playing time. And he really told me that, you know, it depended on how recruiting went and injuries and all that stuff. So, you know, I I got the hint and he really, you know, he came straight out and said, we'll help you if you want to look somewhere else. So that was kind of plain for me. And honestly, I'm happy that he was so upfront with me. 
you know, because you know how coaches are. Sometimes they'll tell you what you want to hear just so that you'll keep working hard and stick around. Yeah, but for bitches. them to be honest with me, <laughs> but for them to be honest with me and to help me, you know, uh, Coach Stewart reached out to, um, you know, some schools for me and was willing to give me a good recommendation. So, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for those guys for being honest and it made it, you know, easier for me uh, to move on. And obviously Delaware was a great spot for me. It was great football, great tradition. And, you know, I'm glad I made the move and obviously it worked out. Well, it was definitely the right move. I mean, you had a great career at Delaware, three-year starter. You get drafted by the Ravens in the fourth round, 98th overall. I mean, to be a double-digit 98th when I was like 194 or whatever I was, um, that that was fun. That that draft day was so much fun that we woke up that next morning and you were off the board right away. And we celebrated all day. Um, you know, that was just, that was cool to see because I remember going in the sixth round, I always wanted to come easier for you. And, you know, when you got taken in the fourth round, that was just, man, that was so exciting. 98th overall. I mean, you know, looking back at those times of West Virginia, then transferring to Delaware, not getting invited to the combine, and then you go 98th overall. I mean, what was that process like when, when you don't even get invited to the combine? Did you, was there anything going through your mind like, man, maybe, maybe I don't have what it takes. Maybe I won't get a shot. Well, so, you know, we obviously had many conversations when I was transferring and uh, the advice that you gave to me was, you know, don't worry about the NFL. If you're good enough, they'll find you. You just go play football. And that's all I was really worried about at the time anyways. I just wanted to play. So that's why I went down to a 1AA school, um, you know, because I didn't want to sit out a year. And I think that was important for me because I needed those three years. I needed that year of starting to get to get used to playing and used to the college level, and, and it really helped me. I think sitting out a year would have really set me back. But, you know, after my junior year, my O-line coach, um, who actually coached Willie Cologne at um, Hofstra, Damian Rablewski is his name. He, he sat me down after my junior year and said, listen, I'm going to tell you this. This is the only time we're going to have this conversation but you're good enough to play in the NFL if you dominate next year the way you dominated this year. Yeah, and that's nice. kind of the first time anybody had that conversation with me outside of family. Like, right. So that was the first time I had that feeling like, okay, you know, maybe I do have what it takes. I got excited about it, but I didn't really think about it because I, I knew I had to still perform my senior year. And I knew how important it was for me to keep, to keep going and not to get too worried about making it to the NFL. So, I mean, really with your advice um, and with the coaching that I had, it, it was, it was easy to stay on track and, and to stay focused because so many college kids think about the NFL and that's all they think about. And it's great to have goals, but you need to, you need to take care of your opportunities that you have right now. And you were always reminding me of that. And that's so important for guys to, to realize that there's nothing that will help you get to the NFL more than game film. And that's playing in college. You know, that's taking advantage of your opportunities in college, man. You, you, you just had some great advice by a big brother. What a lucky guy. 
<laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, but you're you're right. I mean, you know, to have a coach sit you down and let you know where you stand because sometimes we're out there, you know, just doing our thing and, and keeping your head down grinding, and you really don't know how you stack up with other players in the country, your conference, the league, you know, uh, around the country. So for him to let you know that it, at least it gave you that, oh, man, shoot, I, I might have a chance, you know. And, and so then going into your senior year, you know, I remember always saying to you, coaches have to put on your film and feel your domination. They have to feel your passion and your kind of toughness by watching you. And I tell Lyman that all the time. And that's why I love Lyman because – you can play hard, you can go hard all the time to the whistle, and you can feel that that energy and that toughness through film. And you displayed that in college. And and then your rookie year, so you get drafted by the Ravens, 98th overall, you're making the big bucks, you're buying your big bro a beer, <laughs> paying for dinners finally. and uh, But then you guys go to the Super Bowl your first year and win the Super Bowl. I mean, what was that like? Were you like, man, this is this is kind of easy. I'm going to win like nine Super Bowls. It was pretty. Uh, it was um, it was a great experience for me. It was uh, the first time in my life that I got to experience something before you. Uh, you were there with me the whole way. It was it was incredible. Um, just to get in there, and I, we had Matt Burke at the time, the center, who was a 16 year vet. Stud. And He's a that stud. was his first Super Bowl. So he said, listen, buddy, this doesn't happen every year. Just because it's your rookie year, you're going to the Super Bowl. This is 16 for me. So that was, that was his 16th year in his first Super Bowl. But what an experience. Um, just, you know, I can't even explain it. You look back. I look back on it now and um, just think about all the great times we had that year. What a great team we had with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and Matt Burke and right. all those veterans that were just, you know, I, I was so fortunate coming in as a young guy to have that leadership, to see how those guys worked, um, to see how they led their team. And, you know, just to see how, you know, they, they practice hard there. And that, that kind of set the standard for me. And, and it was uh, I was very fortunate to come in with a lot of those guys and get to learn from all of them. Well, shoot, and I, I I got to jump on your bandwagon then. I remember going to the Super Bowl party after after you won it all. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to enjoy this shit too. <laughs> and we went. Yeah, that was a fun time. Oh, that was, was there. Jay Z, I think Beyonce. Yeah, right at the Super Bowl party, and we're smoking cigars and just having a good time. I mean, what? What an experience, you know. I mean, that's that's something, man. You you'll never forget. And I played eleven years. I I never sniffed the divisional round of the playoffs. So, and and you win it your your rookie year. Talk talk a yeah, little I, bit about. I, I'm sure th- I'm sure some Thanksgivings down the road. I'll I'll rub that Super Bowl <laughs> ring in your face once we're all said and done. Yeah, I'm gonna take that shit and sell it. <laughs> I'll, you're one of those bankrupt NFL players. I'll be like, man, I need some cash. Where, where's my brother's Super we'll Bowl ring? <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're, we'll put it on eBay, guys. So in a couple years, look for it. Uh, so you you've played with some greats too. Some you know not only offensive linemen, defensive linemen, um, 
and I want to get to, I mean, there's a lot I want to get to. I'm going to talk about your time with Peyton Manning and Cam Newton. Uh, who's the best defense alignment you've ever had to face or that was just during a game? You're like, oh, my gosh, dude, this dude is a beast. Well, I, I definitely had um, a handful of welcome to the NFL moments. Um, my rookie year in practice going against Haloti Nada, just a, a beast, so powerful but also so quick. Uh, best lineman I've ever gone against. In my opinion, um, you know, at that time he was dominating everybody he played. But you know, I've also played against Sue. I played against Fairley. I've played against a lot of great players. Aaron Donald for the Rams is a, a small guy, but really quick, really tough to play against. Um, incredibly talented guy. I think he's the best D lineman in the league right now. But, you know, I, I've, that's, that's what's cool about the NFL is you get to go against all these guys that are the greatest in the world and you get to experience this. And, and, and these are things that, you know, we could talk about the rest of our lives, like all the great experiences that we've had playing this game and all the great players that we've played with and all the great players that we've played against. Now, that, that's what, to me, is so cool about this game. The fact that I can talk about playing with Ray Lewis, with Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs, Marshall Yonda, like all these legends in the game. And, and that's, you know, that's something that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I remember when you were in Denver, so you go from, you know, the Ra- you're at the Ravens, you get traded to the Broncos. Now you're with Peyton Manning. You're going through the whole offseason workout as the starting center. I mean, what was that like playing with Peyton Manning? It was cool. It was, it was, you know, unfortunately it was just a, a short lived experience. Cause you know, it was throughout um, spring OTAs, mini camp and then training camp. But the experience that I had with him, I got to, to see how he prepares, um, you know, how important walkthroughs are to him, how important everything that we do, meetings, weight room stuff, uh, walkthroughs, practice, just the intensity that he brings to a walkthrough, you know, you're nervous like you're going into a game. And it's just, you know, that's obviously why he's one of the greatest to ever play the position of just how he prepares and how serious he takes it. So that was a great experience for me to um, to get to play with him, to get to know him. And also, you know, what I liked a lot about Peyton was that as soon as I get uh, traded to Denver, he texts me. Yeah, and says, "Hey, Gino, this is Peyton. Uh, you know, I look forward to working with you." And that to me was so cool because it's not like I was a, a big name guy or a big acquisition. I was just a you know just a guy they were bringing in to play center. And, yeah, and for him to reach out to me and he he did that with all of his offensive guys. That that's the kind of guy he was. That's the kind of leader he was. Um, and and he kept it light too in the locker room. I mean, you see him on the commercials, and he's got a great sense of humor, and you saw that in in the locker room as well. So it was intensity on the field and in the meeting rooms when it had to be, and it was light in the locker room, and it was just you know that's like I said, talking about all the greats that you played with. I can't believe I left that guy out, but um, it was what an experience to get to know him. 
Yeah, and, and not everyone could say he touched touched your ass every day. You know, I mean, <laughs> to, to be able to snap him some balls every day. And hey, Peyton, don't hit me too hard. You know, get up, <laughs> get under center, nice and smooth. Tell yeah. t- tell the fans that one story you told me during OTAs. You know, we would talk all the time. Um, you know, it, when you're in the huddle with the with a Hall of Famer and Peyton Manning, future Hall of Famer, I mean. Like you said, you do you do feel a little nervous. I mean, because you have Peyton Manning, you don't want to disappoint him, and what a leader he is. But that one practice I remember in OTAs. Explain about that. What happened on that snap? Do you remember when uh, about him tripping out, coming out from under center? Oh man! <laughs> so we, we, yeah, he even put it on a um, on a little clip and showed it at a at a fundraiser banquet he had that <laughs> I was at so you know we were running outside zone and I was going against Sylvester Williams a big nose tackle there at the time I think he's in Tennessee now um you know and I'm trying to reach him and he gets you know he gets a little penetration and I, I step on Peyton's foot and he trips and that was maybe like one of the worst experiences I've had in my <laughs> NFL career <laughs> Because you don't want to trip that guy. I mean, that's a lot of money going down there, and I didn't want to have any part of that. Did you uh, t- did you turn all. right around and like try to help him up, or what happened? <laughs> no, well, I didn't even realize what I didn't even realize I tripped him during the play. Uh, you know, until I looked back and he was laying on the until the whistle flew right away and he was laying on the ground. And I was like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what did he it's a say? Bad feeling. He laughed it off. He didn't really say much at the time, but then he he you know made some jokes about it afterwards. Was he? I could only imagine. I mean, he had to have been like, Gino, what happened? I mean, was it my fault? Was it your fault? Like, you know, are my feet too too close together, too wide? What happened? No, you know what? He he wasn't really like that. It, you know, during during practice, it wasn't really anything. It was just on to the next play. Okay, and we moved on. So, uh, you know, I'm sure. If, you know, if it was a ongoing problem, then it may have been like that. But yeah. Now, what about so then? You know, you get to, a chance to play with Peyton Manning. A lot of Omaha, Omaha, Sedut, Omaha. You, you know, did you jump off sides a lot? Did he ever get you with that? No, um, no. You know what? Just because of the short time we had together, I guess <laughs> I never ended up getting uh, getting in trouble with that. But that's a good thing. There. That's a good thing. Well, and then so you play with Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco, and now you're with Cam Newton. Uh, explain how how's Cam Newton in the huddle? I mean, that dude seems like a cool cat on the sideline in the games. He's an entertainer. I mean, I love watching him play, but the dude also is like just a physical beast. You know, six five. If I if I could pick how I would look playing, it'd be Cam Newton. I mean, the dude looks the part, and, and I mean. What what a, a, a skill set he has! What was it like playing for Cam Newton and getting in that huddle with him? Well, he is a beast. I mean, the things that he can do, the athleticism that he has, the strength and size that he has is incredible. And and he just keeps it light. Like you know, what you see on TV is who he is. Um, he likes to have fun with his teammates. He likes to enjoy his. He likes to enjoy playing football, and. You know, I think 
I think people take it the wrong way sometimes. He's out there having fun. He's out there having a blast like he's a little kid. And you see how much he does in the community. Every time he scores a touchdown, he grabs the football and gives it to a little kid. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that he does is amazing. He's just a little kid out there having a great time. And he and he keeps it light. And, and the thing, one story about Cam, I forget what happened. I, I don't know what happened during the game. But I go over to him and, you know, hey, you know, what happened on this last series? Or, you know, what's going on? Are we good with this? Are we good with that? And he said to me, hey, man, I'm just trying to make your job easier. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, dude, you're Cam Dude, I just want to make your job easier. <laughs> that's, all, that's, like, the purpose of my position is just to make your job easier. Right. But for him to say that to me, that's just – that's his mentality. That's his – attitude on the sideline he, he just keeps it light and he, he's a good team he's a good teammate and, and you know the fans some people give him a hard time you know because of that the how much fun he's having and dancing around but man I just think he's having fun like you said he's a little kid out there playing the game right. he loves and he gets fans involved um you know you know that's just that's so cool to see and it, I'm, good. yeah it's funny because I, I was with Atlanta the year before and they beat us pretty bad when I was there, and he's running up and down the sideline getting the fans all pumped up because the game was pretty much over, and I yeah. hated him at the time because I didn't <laughs> yeah. know him. I hated right. him. I'm like, this guy, like, look at this. This is embarrassing. I, you know, we're getting, our, we're getting our ass kicked, and he's running up and down the sideline. And then, I'm, and then I get to know him, and I realize that he's just having a great time. And, right, and right. the city of Charlotte loves him for it because – he gets them involved, and I mean, yeah, people. I, I don't understand why people have a problem with that. Yeah. He's just out there. He's playing. He's playing a sport. He's playing a game. Well, shoot. And then you had Matt Ryan. So you had Matt Ryan under center right. as well, right? I mean, you you yeah, played with to. some beasts of QBs. I did. Yeah, I, I was fortunate. Um, you know, I played with a lot of great veterans, a lot of great quarter, not just quarterbacks too. I, you know, Steve Smith. Twelve yeah. Suggs. Suggs, um, I love Suggs, man. He's a cool yeah, dude. He's a beast. He's the best. <laughs> Sizzle. Uh, he's a funny guy. Yeah. Now t- he'll so, keep it light at practice for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Now talk about Matt Ryan. Now getting into the huddle with him. Matt's a good dude. He he he's just he's just a guy that is there to work. Um, you know, he'll, nothing really extra. Every once in a while, he'll he'll get fired up, and you know he you could tell he cares so much. Like he's very competitive and very into it. Um, so he's just very matter of fact. Let's go. You know we got a job to do. Let's do it. Um, another great teammate. Another great experience to play with him. So uh, you know another great guy that you know we saw. We ran into him in uh, California when. Yeah, Lance Moore. Yeah, yeah, Lance Moore's wedding. We're out in California. It's like it's March, beginning of March almost, and yeah, this guy is there with his receivers training, throwing, and off-season workouts don't even start till like the end of April. I mean, that's that's where I respect a guy, a guy like Matt Ryan, you know, NFL MVP, and he puts in the work. As if he's trying to make the team the next year, you know he's just continuing Definitely. to try to get better, and that's what I love to see. I mean, 
of of all the guys you've you've played with, you know who was the most has the mo- had the most influence or has the most influence on you? An NFL player, coach. Who do you think of? Well, obviously Matt Burke stands out to me um, because it was such a, a cool dynamic. <laughs> I mean, he was 16 years in the league, and it was my first year in the league. I mean, he was pretty much old enough to be my dad (laughs) (laughs) and he was just uh he was always willing to help me out always willing to answer questions and and really take time to help me and you know even though we were only together for a year it felt like it was longer than that I think just because of the knowledge that I've gained that I gained from him in that year and the yeah the just to see how he studies defenses I mean he's a Harvard guy and he's very smart one of the smartest guys that, you know, I've played with, but just to see the way he sees defenses and what he looks for and and things like that and how he watches film. And so, you know, that, that just, that name sticks out obviously for me because I was at such a young age, a young point in my career and he was at the very end and, and to be able to kind of absorb his knowledge was just huge for me. Very helpful. Yeah, and that's awesome when you see vets around the league, you know, helping young kids out. And I mean, man, you you've had a great career so far. It's still going. I know you're going to be a beast this year on the field. Keep working hard like you always do. And last question before I let you go, you've had some greats touching that nice ass of yours in Peyton Manning, <laughs> Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, and Bruce Gradkowski. Who? is your favorite quarterback to get under center who has the smoothest hands well you know because of the chemistry uh and the blood you know i'd have to say bruce that's right my man that's a good answer on the grad school podcast how can i I answer any other way (laughs) but if you Uh, if you had the shame we never got to never got to do it on the field in a game I know, but all those off seasons, man, as we were getting ready for our, our NFL uh, training camp, we'd work out in the summers together. We'd take snaps together. It would help me out, help help you out, working out, continue right. to be in shape. And uh, But if you did, if you had to choose, like you, you felt the chemistry with a Peyton Manning, a Cam Newton, a Matt Ryan, if, if it came down to it and you had to get in the huddle and you had one drive, who's your quarterback? Um, that's tough. That's a tough question. You know what? I'd have to go with Peyton, obviously, just because of his track record. He's the you know one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, why not go with Peyton? I think if if a lot of people had that same decision, I think that's what they'd come up with. Yeah, and, and that that was a tough question, man, because you have Cam Newton, his arm, his athleticism. Yeah. You have Matt right. Ryan, he's smooth, throws a great ball. You know, he'll, he'll cut Joe deep. Cool. Joe Flacco, Flacco, you know, that yeah. run you guys had to win a Super Bowl, that dude was on fire through the playoffs. Right. You've, I'd take any of those guys. <laughs> they're, they're all great players. They're all great quarterbacks and great leaders. Um, and I loved playing with all of them. And I'd love to get back in the huddle with any of them. Yeah, and you know what, man? They they loved playing with you, and they, they've told me before because 
that that personality you have, that hard work, the dedication, you know, you made their job easier. Um, making making Mike Mike points of protections, protecting those guys. So you've had a great career so far. It's it's keep going, keep staying strong, my brother, my brother from the same mother. <laughs> I love you, my man, Thanks, bro. Thanks love for you too, my man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on the Grad School. The Bruce Gradkowski podcast. That was Gino Gradkowski, my brother, the main man, the myth, the legend, the real dude. You heard it from him. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And until next time, it's grad school.